Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan, and welcome to High Tech Online. So, do you still go to the mall to shop? Do you go to the store? Do you go to Best Buy? Do you go to these brick and mortar stores to shop? I still do sometimes, but over the last five years, especially, not so much. No, haven't really found a reason to go to a brick and mortar store unless I need something that day. So if you don't need something right away, is it better to shop online? Is it better to, let's say, go to Amazon? who obviously leads the market in all this and by far is the largest online shopping place in the known universe. I mean, in the unknown universe, there might be something else that's more popular, but we'll just have to wait and see. So then where do you prefer to online shop? Like I said, Amazon is kind of the leader, but there's other places out there, right? Overstock? Oh, wait. There's not really much, is there? No, I'm just kidding. There's a ton of places. But do any of them give you the same deals as Amazon does? What's really funny to me is there's a lot of the big manufacturers, the big box stores who are turning their websites into an Amazon-type place. Now, the first place that I saw this happening, and I know this isn't a box store, but on Newegg.com, where you buy you buy all the stuff you need to build a computer. You buy hard drives and RAM and motherboards and cases. That's where you go, right? Well, suddenly, I'm seeing stuff for sale from not Newegg. And I thought, well, okay, that, that makes sense. I, I completely agree with them going that way because why not? It's working for Amazon. Amazon does some stuff, but... I mean, they fulfill a lot of it, but it's really these a lot of third-party uh, resellers that are bringing in a lot of business to Amazon. I know because I used to sell on Amazon, and it was an interesting experience, I'll tell you that. So I started shopping on Amazon probably 10 years ago, consistently. It was more of a book site, but then they started bringing in more products. And you were always able to get a really good deal. And I remember thinking that once these other stores go out of business, I mean, we were seeing, I mean, who who remembers Ultimate Electronics? I used to go there all the time to see the new stuff. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Comp USA, the same way, they're gone. Best Buy somehow is, has stuck through it. And I think they're doing the same thing on their website. You can buy stuff from third-party resellers not just from Best Buy. Now, I think Best Buy, I don't know if something in the way that they've ran their business has allowed them to do this, but they've been able to stick around. A uh, quick thing, who remembers the Buy More from Chuck? Yep, the Buy More. Love it. So Best Buy is kind of the only electronics store left, it seems like, at least where I live. I know there's, there's others around the United States. But Best Buy is the one that you go to if you need anything computer-related. Um, I mean, you can go to like the office supply stores, but even then, they don't have the selection that Best Buy would have. 
So if I need something, like let's say I need a Western Digital external hard drive or a Lassie external hard drive, one of those, right? So I look it up on Best Buy to see if they have it in stock at the local store. If it's something I need, I'll go and pick it up. Usually they have a decent price, you know, comparable to what it goes for anywhere else on the internet. But if you go to Amazon, you look that thing up and you could find a lot cheaper price. And if you, you know, you've done their Prime membership, then you get two-day shipping normally, right? If it qualifies for that. And at that point, heck, if you don't need it right away, just go that way and you get free. You don't have to pay for any shipping and you get it for a cheaper price. I honestly don't know how they do that because manufacturers, a lot of them anyways, will have what's called MAP prices. So minimum advertised pricing is what MAP stands for. So if you ever hear anybody refer to MAP for a price, that's what it stands for. So that means that no matter who's selling it, they have to advertise it at the same price. So every single reseller has it for the same price. It's just a way to balance it out so that someone over here doesn't, you know, like this this reseller over here doesn't uh, undercut everyone else. So everybody has it for the same price. Now, just keep in mind, like let's say you have um, something you want to buy and it is, you're, you're buying it from a local reseller. Most times they will be able to sell it to you for less than a big box store. Like let's take a hard drive for instance, like earlier example. If you go to, if you go to Best Buy and you grab that hard drive, you take it up to the front counter, they ring it up, that price is that price. I mean, that is what you're going to pay. It is the only price unless they have some sort of deal going on, which normally they don't. But let's say you go over to a local reseller who also carries that same brand of hard drive. Now, sometimes you can say, okay, let's say it goes for 99 bucks. It's like, hey, is there any, you know, do you have any room on this product? Do you have any room to bring it down? Because I can go to Best Buy and buy it for the same price. Is there any way I can get a couple bucks off or something like that? And most of the time, you know, if it's an actual sales-based company, they're going to have some way to do that. Now, let me tell you my experience because I used to work in sales and I was pretty good at it, I think. We had many times where we would have people call up and, uh, or come into the store and we would have the same gear that like, <clears throat> let's say the like uh, guitar center would have. So guitar center would have some audio equipment and we would have it for the same price. But when they came up, we would discount it. We just automatically kind of say, okay, I can give it to you for this price. We had, we added some calculations in our system that you could discount it by 10% or make sure you know that we're still within our margin. We're not losing money and the customer was getting a discount on the item, builds loyalty, right? To your store, to your shop, which is what the company I used to work for is built on. They're still going today where a lot of companies have folded or, or aren't doing as well in sales. So keep in mind that usually these local companies will be able to cut you some sort of deal, whether it be a deal on the big item or 
accessories to go on along with that item, they will always, you know, they will have some sort of some sort of deal for you. They can they can make it work. They can work the numbers. Now, uh, since I'm a musician, I use Guitar Center as an example. They used to be able to do that. They used to say stuff like, oh, I'll eat the tax for you. It's like, dude, you're not eating the tax. You're discounting me the price of the tax. Just say you're giving me a discount. Don't falsify it by going, I'm eating the tax. I'll eat the tax for you. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're just discounting me 15 bucks. I'll take 15 bucks off the price. Cool. Done. Ugh, I always hated that. So moving on to the online realm, even with the company that I was working for that sold audio equipment, there's you still have to have an online presence. I mean, they they have a store. They have an online store that uh, does really well. The guys who procure, procured it and take care of it and advertise it do really well. And most of the sales are pretty good. In-store sales, I think, are still better. But the website does really well. It may have shifted, actually, since I was there. But sometimes you can't find what you're looking for locally. There's no way, right? It's just not around, and you have to order it. Where's the first place that you go? Amazon. Everybody goes to Amazon. No matter what it is, you go to Amazon, and you compare prices there. Amazon even came out with an app a while ago. I think they've since discontinued it, where you can go and scan an item. You could be in Target, scan an item, and see how much it is on Amazon. Put it in your cart and place the order. If you don't need it right away, and you can wait a couple days, you might as well save some money. Now, I guess the reason why I'm bringing up this subject now is the announcement last week where Amazon has now purchased Whole Foods for like $13.7 billion or something like that. A lot of money. Because if you've been paying attention at all, you could kind of see that writing on the wall because Amazon has been, you know, they have a lot of money to put into research and development. So they're constantly looking at ways to deliver things faster to you. I'm not in this zone as far as I know, but apparently you can get your Amazon deliveries in like an hour sometimes. If you have a warehouse near you, they can deliver it to you within an hour or, you know, a couple hours even. You can get it same day, which just is amazing. And I guess that's their alternative to the whole drone thing because I don't think people were too keen on the drone situation, which is completely understandable. So I guess the next step is, and I don't know if any of you have tried Amazon subscribe and save, but I think that's their way of making it so, honestly, you never have to leave your house again. You can just sit in your undies all day long and get everything you need delivered to your house. Chin away, I am all for, I have to admit. If I wasn't a somewhat responsible adult, that just sounds awesome to me. I'll get out for sunlight once a week, but I'll just stay in my cave and just get deliveries of food and and uh, anything else I need, sit and watch TV. So the subscribe and save, pretty much you put your essentials in a eternal cart. And every month it just automatically gets shipped to you and build. You're billed for it, it ships out, and then you've got all your essentials for the month. 
It's a really cool idea so that it's just automatic. You don't have to worry about it. And then they, you know, I mean, they have their little button clicker things that will automatically reorder stuff for you. They've done a lot of things, but this whole foods thing is the biggest step they've ever done. Where they, you know, they've been trying to subscribe and save. And I don't know about where you guys live, but where I live, most of the grocery outlets are doing a pickup. I know Walmart does it. Uh, we have Smith's near us and they do it where you order stuff online and then you pull up and they deliver it or they load it right into your car. And that's what, I mean, in Utah, that's amazing because you have moms with 20,000 kids, you know? And to have to get all the kids out of the car and go in and deal with them throughout the entire shopping experience is a nightmare. I mean, we only have two kids and it's it's rough. So for those moms who have more, it's very nice to just go online and select everything you need and then pull up to the side of Smith's. They come out with all your groceries and load it into your car for you and you take off. How do you compete with that? That is awesome. Which again, I think they saw the the threat of Amazon and what Amazon was doing. So they decided we've got to step up our game and figure something to combat the business that Amazon is taking away from us. So by doing that grocery pickup idea, they're creeping in. But then here comes Amazon back. It's like a big old tug of war back and forth and back and forth. Amazon comes in and buys Whole Foods. Now, are they going to change it to Amazon Foods? Maybe. I think they should keep the Whole Foods thing and just, you know, say, you can order whatever you want and you just go pick it up at Whole Foods. It would calm down a little bit of the craziness that some of these other grocery chains have been worried about or that other people have been worried about where Amazon is becoming too much of a, of a monopoly in the retail industry. They did the same thing with Walmart when Walmart was, you know, first starting to get big and they still, I mean, I'm sure there's people who still complain about that and are still going after Walmart. And now it's going to be Amazon. They're going to go after Amazon. Now me, I'm not a fan of Walmart, but that's more just because I, there's some weirdos in Walmart sometimes. And I'm usually, you know, and I'm one of them sometimes. But if you go to Target, it's just a cleaner environment. I know that sounds weird, but just go go in between the two one day. Just go to Target and then go to Walmart and you'll see a huge difference. We've all seen it. This is nothing new. There's a huge difference between going to Target and going to Walmart. And it has to do with two things, cleanliness of the store and the type of people who go there. Now, nothing against these people, but I mean, when you go out to, when you go out to get something to eat, do you wear your PJs? Do you put your pajamas on or do you leave your pajamas on and go out and eat at a fancy restaurant? Or even at like an Applebee's or a Chili's. Do you wear your PJs there? No. It's called, you know, a dress code uh, being um, taking pride in your appearance. That kind of thing. Not looking like a slob. That doesn't stand at Walmart. That is their, you can wear whatever the heck you want. And we've all laughed at the weird stuff that people have worn into Walmart before. And they don't care. 
but you never find that at Target or really any other real retailer because I don't know, it, it's almost like a different standard of shopping, a different level of shopping. Even just even though Target and Walmart sell the same stuff, it's just a different level. So I prefer to go to Target. Again, I don't go there very much. I mean, we we go there when like my kid saves up his money and he wants to buy a new Lego. We'll go to Target over Walmart every day of the week. Like I went there to buy some stuff from the pharmacy area and I was devastated because they didn't have what I was what I needed and Walmart did. So I had to go over to Walmart. But anyways, that's beside the point. So back to uh, Amazon. I think they're I think they're positioning themselves very well especially with the Whole Foods thing because they're they're going to be available anywhere. They can stock their stores with with stuff that you know, people just around the area want. They can hire their own delivery drivers and get food to you within a half hour. Which on, you know, another thing, I think Amazon has really been keeping FedEx and UPS and DHL and, and the post office in business. They really have because before them, you'd order stuff online, sure, but Amazon is so massive. I remember I used to work at uh, at FedEx and we would have days, I, I, we weren't the exclusive for Amazon Prime, but we would deliver on Saturdays. We'd go Tuesday through Saturday and Saturdays, we would get a ton of Amazon Prime boxes because one of the other companies, one of the delivery companies that Amazon had deals with wasn't delivering that day or something like that. So we would get all the Amazon Prime and there was always like half your route was Amazon Prime boxes or something from Amazon. So they were keeping, you know, they're somewhat keeping the delivery companies in business. So if they go to this whole, uh, we're local and we have our own delivery drivers thing, it, it can affect many, many, many different companies all at once. And, you know, that's just how it is, I think, especially in America, because it's just how our um, society is. Uh, We have the free market. So it, you know, if somebody comes up and does better than someone else, then, you know, that's just how it is. This other person may go out of business, but they have the opportunity to come back and make something bigger. Amazon is big and they're not going away, but you never know. I mean, they could have something happen and all of a sudden they're gone. Not likely, but we've seen it happen with other companies where they're a massive company and whether it be a scandal or something with the way that the business is being ran or, you know, they, for example, Apple has always had criticisms of the way that they do things in China and that could, that affects their manufacturing process over there. It really doesn't affect the company because they're so strong, but it can affect the companies that they're dealing with as far as manufacturing and uh, and like assembly lines and things like that. So, so we'll see how this goes with with Amazon. I'm I'm curious to see what their plans are because we've had Amazon Prime for probably eight years, something like that. And we got it long before the video side of it was even available. And we got it just because, you know, two-day shipping for free. It's amazing. That's how we do our Christmas shopping. 
We never really go to the store. We just go to Amazon and buy stuff on there. So the number of incentives that Amazon offers, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to tie all this together. I think other retailers are going to be okay. They will probably see a hit, but not a big enough hit to put them out of business. Their concerns are real, but I think that especially with like the grocery outlets, grocery stores around the United States is people are loyal. Like with Smith's, for instance, we used to have Albertsons. We don't have Albertsons anymore, but there was always like, you know, you get your loyalty between, are you an Albertsons person or are you a Smith's person? Now, for the most part, like if you were a Smith's person, you would go to Smith's like 90% of the time. Sometimes, uh, sometimes Albertsons had the good deal, but for the most part, you went to Smith's. And we're going to see that same kind of thing. Like people will go to Smith's and these Whole Foods will have a good deal. And eventually, you know, you may go there. Even if you go to Whole Foods now, it probably won't change much because you're loyal to Whole Foods and you're going to keep going there. If anything, some people might think it's a bad sale and they'll go to Smith's or Albertson's or one of the other uh, grocery stores. So you never know. Like, we're just going to have to see how it shakes out. We may be doomed. I don't know. (laughs) I do see a time where, you know, the majority of shopping, including grocery shopping, will be an online thing. And it's, I mean, it's pretty much already there. We're just, you know, once we get the delivery stuff going down, which I think is where Amazon's going to go. So, but my wife, for instance, she wants to get out of the house. She needs to go to the store. She wants to go do some things. She's not a huge fan of going grocery shopping, but she needs to go do that. And when I need to go to the store, you know, if we need something and I'll run to the store, I need to go do that. And it's, it's I don't think it's going to replace that. There's, you know, people get into this whole mindset of we're going to turn into the people from Wally who are just gluing around in our hover chairs. There's, that's, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because there's so many people, there's enough people out there who actually care about their health that they're going to want to get out and go and do things. And you know what? We will also cover that in a future episode. Will we turn into the people of Wally? I don't think so. Anyways, that's all for now. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me babble again for another half hour. Be sure to find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at High Tech on Life, H-I Tech on Life. If you like this episode, hit the like button, subscribe on your podcast player of choice, share the links, share it with the people you know if you want them to hear. If you think I'm a dummy and you're like, listen to this idiot, ramble on, send it to your friends, let them know. Let them listen to the idiot talk. It'll be wonderful. You can also email me with any ideas or anything you want us to talk about on the show, ryan at hightechonlife.com. Email and we'll have a conversation. You can also comment on the SoundCloud file on uh, anywhere else that we have it. Please comment. Please let us know what you think of this show. It's it's in its infancy still, but we're, we're slowly growing and we're only, you know, we're under 20 episodes in. And we're slowly growing, so it's looking good. I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you in the next one.